The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode bonus. It is our Force Awakens continuing update based on the events and happenings in its Star Wars celebration. Punch it, Chewie. It's rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Alan Voivod here with you. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. And this is a bonus episode because we are coming at you from Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim, California. It is the end of day two of Celebration, and the day has been all about Star Wars Battlefront. So if the second Force Awakens teaser trailer was the big news of Thursday, then the teaser trailer for Battlefront is the big news of Friday. But it's actually not the... well. The teaser trailer certainly is big news and uh, has been met with a lot of uh, applause in the gaming world. Um, you know, one of those things where they always want you know more footage and stuff like that, but not quite enough. But eh, what are you going to do? But the news for us from the movie perspective, from the Force Awakens perspective, actually comes not from the trailer itself, but from stuff happening around the announcement of the trailer. And we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about things that are being revealed through the Force Awakens exhibit that is on display at Star Wars Celebration. But first up, let's talk about the Battlefront announcement. There was a, a thing about a downloadable contact pack a DLC downloadable content. I think that's right, <laughs> as has been pointed out to me. I am not necessarily the uh, best person uh, to be asking about video game stuff because I'm not entirely versed in it in that same way. But here is the deal. Uh, in addition to the video game itself, which has all these playable levels that tie into the original trilogy, they've said they have no plans to do anything with the prequel trilogy yet. They also are saying, Electronic Arts is, this is from their website, I'm going to read it to you, uh, if you pre-order Star Wars Battlefront on December 1st, 2015, you'll be among the first player to experience the Battle of Jakku, the pivotal moment when the New Republic confronted key Imperial holdouts on a remote desert planet in the Outer Rim. Taking place in the aftermath of the Rebel victory in the Battle of Endor, players will experience the events that created the massive, battle-scarred landscape of Jakku shown in Star Wars The Force Awakens. Players who pre-order Star Wars Battlefront can fight the battle one week early. All other players will get access to this content on December 8th, 2015. Uh, let's see. Um, and there is a, uh, you know, you'll get the Battle of Jakku with a little asterisk for the fine print. And the fine print basically says, for bonus purposes only, offer expires, uh, code expires, um, time, bum, 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 origin count. So it doesn't look like there's anything in the fine print that tells us <laughs> anything about what uh, Jakku is. But right there, we know a little bit of something about the period in between uh, Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. And that is that, um, let's see, there's a... Uh, 
a battle that happens on Jakku, and it happens relatively soon after Return of the Jedi. We see we have the phrase here, New Republic. So that is kind of telling, that the Rebellion has switched uh, to the New Republic already. And we have, you know, like we don't know what the aftermath of that battle is going to be, obviously. But we know that there's a giant Star Destroyer crashed on the surface of Jakku. Uh, We know that from the teaser trailer that we just saw on Thursday. And possibly the crashed X-Wing that is also visible in that scene. Maybe that comes from this, too. I mean, the indication sure is that the, um, you know, the events of the (laughs) battle-scarred landscape... um, pretty good indication that that's what we're talking about here that this battle is going to be the cause of all the starships that we're going to see littered on the surface of Jakku. The other thing and you know maybe this is just reading too much into it but uh, this goes into the speculation space but the fact that we have uh, the word aftermath used in here taking place in the aftermath of the rebel victory in the Battle of Endor you know it just puts me in mind of the fact that we're going to get a trilogy of novels that uh, start off with the book Aftermath uh, by Chuck Wendig in the um, in September of 2015. So, uh, you know, that could just be a coincidence, possibly. I That's kind of what I'm inclined to think, but still. Uh, you know, they're pretty darn careful about the word choice. I mean, I think they know that, <laughs> whether it's like, um, you know, Warren Buffett's letters to his shareholders or, you know, Apple's announcements about its products. Like, everybody's going to be parsing the little individual details of everything uh, to find out <laughs> if there's some secret meaning hidden there. So, I don't know. That word aftermath is uh, is just kind of tingling a little bit. The other thing that's really kind of interesting, and I don't know what this means. It would be really good uh, if somebody knows what this means and can uh, shed some light on it. Um, there is a graphic on the Electronic Arts website that shows Star Wars Battlefront and says Battle of Jakku, and it has two crossed lightsabers just laying on top of each other, making sort of an X-shape thing. And I'm looking at them and trying to identify them. I've actually looked at a couple of uh, lightsaber identification things, and they don't quite match up with exactly anything that... Um, that we're used to. I mean, the top one looks very much like Darth Vader's lightsaber from uh, A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back and the one that he loses in Return of the Jedi. The bottom lightsaber does look like Luke's lightsaber from Return of the Jedi. And as far as we know, the um, Darth Vader's lightsaber was lost in Return of the Jedi. It went tumbling down that shaft. Um, Um... Somebody just chimed in. We are broadcasting this via Periscope as well. Somebody just asked how much money is all this making for Disney. I just saw a report. Somebody claimed that um, on the on the power of the um, of the well received trailer from yesterday that Disney added about two billion dollars in value based on the jump in its stock price. Two billion dollars. So. <sighs> That that I cannot verify. I've only just something that I've read, but did not actually check into it for myself. So there you go. Um, the bottom lightsaber looks like Luke's lightsaber, kind of, but um, there are elements of it that aren't quite right. And it's the same thing with the uh, with the Darth Vader lightsaber. There are elements that aren't quite right. In fact, like the base of it, the bottom of it, almost looks like Luke's lightsaber from The Empire Strikes Back. So uh, you know, 
That's yeah. That's interesting. So I'd be curious if you have any uh, lightsaber identification skills. We will post that image on the blog post for this show's episode at sw7x7.com. And please feel free to chime in because I would certainly be curious about that. Um, The fact that they're showing lightsabers and this is happening in the aftermath of the Rebel Alliance victory in Endor. Why would there be two lightsabers? Why would there be two lightsabers? This is really kind of, you know, why? It's. I think it's a question that deserves answering. Um, you know, maybe Luke's one of them, but we need another. I mean, I don't think he built one for uh, for Princess Leia just yet. <laughs> That's my guess. Anyway, so that is part of uh, what's going on with the Force Awakens, based on the Star Wars Battlefront announcements. The other things ha- have been breaking today have been coming from the Force Awakens exhibit that is on display at Star Wars Celebration. Here's the deal with that. A couple of things breaking out of it. First of all, people are posting photos of the Stormtrooper that's on display there and also of the X-Wing fighter that's there. Not necessarily just the Stormtrooper and the X-Wing, but actually the little plaques that appear with them that give information about what they are. And along with the Stormtrooper, there's a plaque that says First Order Stormtrooper. And along with the X-Wing, there's a uh, a plaque that says Resistance X-Wing Fighter. So let's talk about that. First of all, people are already, uh, you know, I'm going to just say it. They're jumping to conclusions. And I'm not suggesting that they're wrong necessarily to be jumping to the conclusions. But contextually speaking, eh, there's not a lot. Like, we can't necessarily say for sure. But people are already posting online. News sites are posting online and saying that uh, the Empire now equals First Order and the Rebel Alliance or the Republic now equals Resistance. That these are the new synonymous names for them. And I can't say that we know that for sure. It's not really totally verified. First of all, that contextually hasn't been verified by Lucasfilm or anyone else. It's just in there. Um, I sent a tweet to Matt Martin, who's a uh, um, director of uh, community for Lucasfilm, to ask uh, for a little clarification, haven't heard from back from him yet. Uh, Disney and Lucasfilm are very neither confirm nor deny on some things, so I'd be curious to see if uh, if I do hear back from him. And if not, hey, no worries. If uh, Matt, if you're watching this or listening to this, believe me, no worries at all. Um, I'm gonna say that right now, first order. I mean, it sounds plausible that whatever faction of the um, whatever faction of the Empire is now you know, donning new-looking Stormtrooper regalia, it wouldn't be a stretch to actually call them First Order. Um, I think that's you know probably a, a fine name and actually kind of a scary name in a way. But we don't necessarily know for sure that First Order is, in fact, what it is. Um, the other thing is about Resistance. Now, that one... That one I find even a little harder to swallow because you're going from having the the rebels of the Rebel Alliance to the Resistance. Um, Seems like a kind of a step down, maybe somehow. Just I don't know. Um, The Resistance. I don't know. Maybe it's just sort of a more epic sounding thing, like the you know the French Resistance or something like that. So maybe they're trying on something different, and that's okay. Um, It is 30 years later, so. It might just be the case that things evolved over time. We don't necessarily know the history yet, but we are supposed to be getting something on the order of 20 novels and uh, other 
media content between September and November, between September and December, excuse me, of 2015, that should show us what's going on with The Force Awakens. But even saying Resistance X-Wing fighter, um, all right, so let's piece some of this together. First of all, um, Anthony Bresnikin, um, and uh, Anthony, if I'm pronouncing your name incorrectly, then I apologize. Um, Anthony Bresnikin posted photos of the Resistance fighter on... Um, on his Twitter account, and one of them says, first of all, he's a senior writer for Entertainment Weekly, and yeah, this is the guy, I think, that interviewed J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy at the Force Awakens panel on Thursday. So he posted pictures of the Resistance X-Wing fighter and with a tweet, how does BB-8 get to Jakku? Maybe he crashed in Peren Poe Dameron's, close Peren X-Wing, the Force Awakens Star Wars Celebration. And the photos he's posted are of an X-Wing fighter with a Rebel pilot in it. And in the back, in the Astromech socket, is a droid that looks suspiciously like a little tiny version of BB-8. Now, that would be kind of... That would be interesting in its own right to think that Astromech droids have evolved in the 30 years to not need legs and to now roll on... Just roll on a ball, basically, that they're now getting socketed into X-Wings, which would be pretty fascinating. Um, We did see R2-D2 in the Force Awakens trailer, and, uh, you know, he's so... He's obviously still in service and, and digging it. And we did also see... When we were in the panel on Thursday morning, they brought out the two gentlemen who were hired um, from the R2-D2 Builders Club to make uh, robots and also robot heads for X-Wing fighters. And there were images that were shown on screen for some of the uh, the heads that they made. And none of them were BB-8 style heads. They were all like R4 and R and R5, or I'm sorry, R4 and R2 styles. Um, possibly others as well, but nothing that's like that, you know, rolling BB-8 style. But we've got images on Twitter now, and we'll embed that tweet in the blog post for this show's episode too. That seem to indicate that the BB-8 droids are now part of of that. And also in the panel discussion, when they asked Oscar Isaac for some information about his character, Oscar said that he was, uh, you know, best pilot in the galaxy and was sent on a mission by a certain princess, quote unquote. Now, okay, so here's the question: um, that X-wing that's crashed in the in the first scene of the second teaser trailer is that Poe Dameron's X-wing? Uh, you know, hard to say. My Guess because you see the speeder going along in the uh, in the background and you know the uh, the giant crash star destroyer and whatnot. I kind of have a feeling that is not necessarily his X-wing, and you know people are going to have to like tear that trailer apart to be sure. But everything does look like it's been there for a while. So um, maybe maybe Poe Dameron, maybe not. If he is in an X-wing fighter, like we see in the uh, model that appears in the Force Awakens exhibit, then. It kind of strikes me that uh, Anthony may have it right that <laughs> whether it's a crash or whether it's just a, a landing and that's where the mission um, that Poe was sent on takes him. Either way, uh, that may be how he gets to Jakku in uh, Poe Dameron's X-Wing. So we may be saying that Poe Dameron actually ends up on Jakku himself, either by uh, <laughs> by intention or by uh, accident or malfeasance on the part of other evil forces. And... Uh, 
for those of you listening who have been reading rumors and spoilers and whatnot, um, chances are some of you may be saying that you you know have answers to whether you think that really is true or not based on the rumors and spoilers that are out there. I'm not going to address that stuff here. We're going to keep this one non-spoiler, but um, you know where you can go to find all of that information. Chances are uh, 99 out of 100% of all of those rumors and spoilers are at makingstarwars.net and uh, inside the Now This Is Podcasting podcast. So uh, your, your option to go down the rabbit hole or not, if you will. Anyway, um, so let's you know, let's go on the supposition that if this is actually um, Poe Dameron's X-Wing and if this is actually BB-8 in the socket, which it sure does look like it from the photos, and he's flying a Resistance X-Wing fighter, um, you know, names are, are pretty important. And I would say that the fact that they're calling this a Resistance X-Wing fighter Oh man, that doesn't bode well for the you know the former Rebel Alliance. You know the and I guess what we really have to say is the former New Republic because when you look at that Battlefront um, press release about the Battle of Jakku and they're talking about the the New Republic being tested in those um, in that short while after the Battle of Endor, so they so there's a New Republic and then eventually the New Republic becomes the Resistance. Um, yeah, and we could be projecting that too. It could be being projected on sort of a uh, galaxy-wide scale that we're saying that, and maybe that is not in fact the case because the galaxy is pretty darn big. So it could be the case that the quote-unquote resistance may be happening on one planet or a you know certain section of space and series of planets. And even though the Republic has succeeded in toppling the major elements of the Empire, you know, with the Death Star and Darth Vader and the Emperor and, you know, everything in disarray, you know, the title of Chuck Wendig's uh, novel, or at least the thing on the cover says the war is not over. So obviously there's still some fighting going on. So is it possible that the Empire, you know, whether it morphs, morphs into the First Order or whether it's, still, you know, something else, um, how does that battle play out over 30 years and across a galaxy? It may be the case that there's you know, still not Republic control over the entire galaxy and that there's a resistance movement that is still happening in different sectors of the galaxy. Maybe it's just you know, like when you think about the Clone Wars and that the Outer Rim stuff, you know, it's not, it doesn't get the same kind of attention that the, um, that the core worlds get. I don't know. It raises, I think, a lot more questions than it does answers necessarily, but it's pretty darn compelling stuff. I think we've got some different ideas about the events of The Force Awakens and what leads up to it today um, than we had from yesterday. I think we have a couple of holes that may be starting to be filled if you're interested in getting that contextually. And... um, I'm really looking forward to getting there and (laughs) taking pictures myself. In fact, I'll tell you right now that if you uh, tune into Meerkat, which is the uh, other version of Periscope that exists, um, I'm going to do a live stream broadcast from there. And mm, you know what? Here I'm thinking about whether I should do this in Meerkat or Periscope. (laughs) Meerscope or Paracat. (laughs) Anyway. Um, because Meerkat has the lovely scheduling feature and that is not available inside Periscope. But I think what I will do is I will do my best to get 
in line and as soon as I have a sense of how long it's going to take before I actually get into the place, I will post an announcement on our Twitter account, that's SW7X7 Podcast, that we are going to um, do a live um, a live broadcast from inside the Force Awakens exhibit and I'll show you, you know, everything that I see and we'll, you know, we'll see what we can see together and yeah, so check that out. If you're not following the uh, SW7X7 podcast on Periscope or on Meerkat, then by all means, please do. You don't necessarily have to download the app in order to uh, uh, watch these videos. You can also just check out our Twitter feed at SW7X7 podcast, and the links will post for those broadcasts. And you can actually click on those links and either watch them on your phone. Uh, it's just video that they'll take you over to or you know watch them on the desktop. Either way, you want to do it. But uh, keep an eye on our Twitter feed for you know tomorrow morning, uh, sometime after 10 a.m. Pacific time. Keep an eye on our Twitter feed and look for that announcement. It will be coming shortly. Hey, Rebel Rousers. Did you know the average American eats 600 calories of snack food a day? We love to snack, whether it's just for a treat or we're too busy to cook or we're just plain hungry right now. The nice people at NatureBox have a plan to make us all smarter snackers with tasty, nutritionist-approved snack boxes sent right to your home or office. Go to SW7X7.com slash NatureBox to sample their snack selections and use code SPECIAL25 to take $5 off your first order. All right, before we go in this podcast, I just want to remind you that there is going to be a panel discussion featuring Gareth Edwards and Josh Trank on Sunday at Star Wars Celebration. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! And we'll check in with that, too, to see if we get any new news about the standalone movies, which would be pretty exciting. Um, Of course, we'll also take you inside Star Wars Celebration's Force Awakens exhibit tomorrow, Saturday. It may be Saturday when you're actually listening to this, so um, that'll be pretty amazing, I think. And if you are tuning into this for the first time because you uh, met us or heard us uh, at Celebration, heard about us at Celebration, or saw us, you know, tagged in the SWCA hashtag feed, then thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, you guys have helped us hit the highest numbers that we've ever hit in downloads on the podcast. So I'm super grateful to you, and I hope you will continue to stay with us. As we continue in the run-up to The Force Awakens and even beyond, so we'll be crossing 500 episodes before we even get to The Force Awakens, which is pretty startling. Uh, But please do consider subscribing in iTunes or Stitcher or whatever your favorite podcasting app may be. Thanks so much for listening, and may The Force be with you. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of Star Wars 7x7. If you like nice men, leave me a great rating or review on your favorite podcasting app. It makes a huge difference in the life of a brand new podcast and helps me get in front of more awesome people like you. And don't forget to go to SW7X7.com for show notes and swag, plus our Star Wars breaking news Twitter feed. I am not a committee. I am Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2014 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!